Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? We are coming to you on Monday Night Football, halftime of Monday Night Football here in the middle of week 14, 15. Oh my God. 15. This is so fast. It's so freaking fast. It's, it's, and, fast. Uh, it's fast. I'm kind of glad it's this fast at this point. When you suck that bad, it's fast. <laughs> Just jamming into sixth gear. Let's keep cruising until we hit the playoffs in the offseason. Patriots drop another one. Uh, James held out some some optimistic hope in this one, but the the Pats did have the lead, oddly enough, in the, in the second quarter. Yep. Um, and then the, the Chiefs ran away with it in the third quarter. Tail two halves once again, uh, particularly on the offensive side of the football. James, did you did you see anything you liked in the first half, particularly on the offense? Yeah, I mean, there was a few things I thought, you know, Bailey Zappi's pocket presence seems to be, you know, infinitely better than Mac Jones, even though he doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have all the quarterback qualities you want uh, by any means. And, you know, but he's, I feel like he's proving he's a viable backup anyways. Um, you know, Hunter Henry had a great game, seven receptions, 66 yards, a touchdown. He got robbed of one because of a holding penalty, uh, which was, you know, it was holding, but... Um, and it was kind of obvious because was it McDermott was, you know, out there, he was kind of all by himself. So it was very obvious when yeah. I thought Kansas city got away with some murderous holding throughout the game, which we'll get into. I'll get every, into anyways in a little bit. Every week they do. Oh my God. It's unbelievable. Uh, Devonte Parker, at least in the first half, I thought really showed up. He was making some good third down catches, um, you know, he had that 18 yard around a third down, which was really nice. So it's nice to see that he can play football because he looks like a legit wide receiver again versus for the first 10 weeks, he looked like he couldn't play football, which we've said a few times Demario Douglas was in there, got back in there, which was nice. And the defense, you know, they got a couple turnovers. Um, Peppers had his ups and downs in this game, but he did still make a couple big plays. Um, that, that fumble recovery he had in return was great until that got called back on an errant holding penalty against us, which was, oh, that was, that kind of felt like the killer. The Hunter Henry taking the touchdown off the board was difficult. And then, you know, getting chiefs are a tough team to play. Always. We all know that they got a lot of talent. Mahomes is great. Um, so when I got to ask it, at what point you came in last week on, on the podcast and you were like, ah, we could win. I mean, yeah. it's possible. At what yeah. point did you go? This is not happening. Uh, probably when Zappy threw that interception coming out of the half. Yeah. That kind of felt like it, 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 the steam ran out. I mean, I, I couldn't watch the game live. Um, I watched, I was watching as much of the game live as I could right around the second half, right into the second half. I had to go, you know, had family plans and stuff, but, oh, um, yeah, had life, and this team is not good enough to stop life for at this moment. So, um, but yeah, it was it was kind of that, and then you know they couldn't get anything going, and it kind of seemed like they took their foot off the gas. I mean, I didn't see a lot of the fourth quarter. I meant to go back and watch it, but when I saw the the result, I really wasn't too inclined to go do so. Um, you know, I, then they had that interception late with about I don't know nine or ten minutes left. Uh, and you thought, hey, you know, maybe we got hmm. something. 
but I mean, you know, it's just it's overcoming too much. I it's, the Chiefs get away with bloody murder against the refs. I mean, I know I don't want to be that guy that's bitching. I know the Patriots got their call, plenty of calls during the Brady era, but I mean, it's kind of unbelievable the stuff the Chiefs get away with. It's it's kind of shocking. I don't understand why. I don't really get it. They don't need the help necessarily, but if they didn't, you know, the fumble, the flag was thrown. should have been picked up. That was probably the worst holding downfield holding call I've seen all year. You know, I don't know about you guys. I mean, that one really pissed me off, you know, Yeah, it was a rough one. that they, and that, you know, that happens against the chiefs. You're not going to win. You know, it seemed like we were winning the turnover battle there for a while. We were getting to them enough. Uh, Mahomes just, you know, they scored at the end of the second half. They scored at the beginning of the third quarter. That was that was the fourteen point swing right after you lost. You know, you you didn't get the touchdown on the board because of the holding penalty. So your defense still is kind of showing up, but they let up twenty seven, which is tough. They got a short field on that zappy interception, so that doesn't help. Uh, and kind of once they scored on that, that was like okay. That I was mean, we it. could we could do it, but it's almost like we tried to take it. You know, I I, I think Ryan was saying like, or he was saying it before the show, like. They weren't going into hurry up. They had time. They were getting plays done. They got the interception off um, uh, off Mahomes. Kevin Harris had a nice little run there for 18 yards. It's good to see him show up, get a touchdown. They brought the game a little bit closer, and there was enough time where if you wanted to be competitive, you could be. And they kind of just – they were huddling again. You know, Zappi's been good in the hurry-up offense. They were huddling. They weren't really going for it. So, I mean, I feel like Bill's trying to tank it. He knows where they are, and, and he's like – We're going to make it close. We're going to make it look like a game. But when it comes to push comes to shove, if we're not winning, we're not Yeah. going to go for the win. You know, like Yeah, Pittsburgh, definitely. we were winning and we didn't have to. We, we did take our foot off the gas. So it's like we let them back in the game, but we still won. Because, you know, it would have been too obvious. But, Yeah, I agree. I agree with a lot of that. Uh, you know. when I'm looking at fourth and seven, fourth and three, granted you're on your your own side of the ball. You're down twenty seven to, to ten and you're not being aggressive. Like we got nothing to lose. We're what, two two and ten or Three and ten, three and eleven, three and ten three and before ten, yeah. you know while this game's going on, and you're just punting the ball away like, you know, well you know we're not going to get it, so we might as well just punt the ball. It, it wasn't aggressive, and when Bill was asked about why he did some of those things, he cited, "Well, we got the interception on the next on the next drive," and it's like, "Oh, so you were planning on a Mahomes interception." Right. <laughs> From Kadarius Tony, who can't catch it. I mean, he's becoming a joke. <laughs> you see how pissed Mahomes was on the sideline? Um, <laughs> oh, he was very, he's very upset. Yeah. And I didn't blame him. Um, That was bad, dude. It That was a guy, bad. that guy's got a He's lot cost of talent. them probably He's two got games. a lot of talent. He can get open. No problem. It's, it's the stuff with his hands. I mean, fumbling And his the head. ball. Uh, he's, he's got some mental blocks there. Um, you know, the game as a whole, I thought it was, a strange game plan from the get-go. Uh, the first half, we barely ran the ball. I think we ran the ball 20% of the time. Mm hmm. I mean, they And weren't we were, having success, but they we were, weren't keeping we were, up with it. we were passing the ball so often. And it's like, why, why are we doing this? Like you have, you have Zeke, Kevin Harris is back there. We're, we have a much better run uh, blocking game than, than pass protecting. Um, you're, you're basically putting the pressure on Zappy. Which which I can see you want to see what the kids got, Mm-hmm. um, but 
I don't for for like a winning mentality, a winning perspective. I think that you you really want to run the ball and set up play action and and, and clear things up for Zappy over the middle, uh, deep down the field, and not vice versa. You know, set up the run with the with the pass. I don't think that really works with the the way our team is set up. Uh, Hunter they, they Henry. Were... They were defending the run pretty well. They were, they were yeah. It's, it's they were, like we but were we didn't get a, a large sample size. I mean, True. twelve of the first fifteen plays were runs, and we only had three <laughs> runs. And you know, I'm not really sure what the stats are on those three runs, but even if they were negative one, it's each time it's only three runs. So it it was more game plan based, and not like results based. Why we were doing that? It was just mm-hmm. you know right. That's the way they wanted to play the game, um, you know. Which a lot bit of us in the ass when uh, the pass protection failed, yeah, and especially in the second half. And yeah, and you had a missed field goal. What I I really think that missed field goal held you back from from playing the game differently later in the definitely. game. Definitely, definitely, you would have had much more of a lead. I mean, they missed a field goal too, so Ryland, it's kind of tough to say. Yeah, Ryland's really missing affect- a lot to the left He's with that with that bad dude. Lead. Even the one he made, he almost missed to the left. He's got that hook thing going on where he's almost like bending it. Um, you know, you you get onto the bottom right corner of the ball instead of right, straight through the bottom center of the ball. And you can get that hook um, kind of curl factor. Yeah, and he couldn't play it on the longer one. And it's not like these are long field goals he's missing. He's missing 40 yarders, 35 yarders. And then you see Harrison Bucker missed one, but then he comes back and he makes a 54-yarder. Right. And it right. totally changes things. Our, our fourth down game is totally mixed up because we got a punter that'll drive it into the end zone or he'll uncork a great 50-yarder or he'll kick it 35 yards. Uh, kicker, we don't know what's going on there. And then our offense can't can't gain a yard if we needed to. There, the, was, uh, a, there was one play that really pissed me off. I think our defense was was fairly good in this game, and I think the 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 Chiefs have a real problem right now with with blunders and penalties and drops. They got they they don't really have a lot of continuity going on there. No, and there was one play that really pissed me off. It was a screen play play to um, Edwards Hilaire that I think he ran like fifty yards or something. Yeah, and I'm and I'm watching yeah. like we first of all we we did not expect that play it looked like there was no one in the area kyle duggar's chasing it down from behind and julius peppers goes to make a tackle julius peppers misses the tackle for like the first time in his life and and kyle duggar stopped running yeah i saw that Mm -hmm. yeah jabril peppers tried to push him out of bounds and duggar just assumed he went out of bounds and stopped yeah and that you know i i can see being surprised that peppers missed a tackle but like Get in there, you know. Don't don't quit on the play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How that about kind of pissed me off? How about uh, what what pissed me off and also made me laugh too was uh, Travis Kelsey in the end zone. He gets open. He's in man to man coverage with Miles Bryant. He's like seven yards behind Miles Bryant mm-hmm. on a play that's going in from the ten yard line. Maybe I mean it's he got immediate separation, and Mahomes didn't see him until later. And by then Bryant had caught up to him, and Mahomes throws it to, and. Uh, they both kind of shoved each other at the same time. But for some reason, Travis Kelsey, who's got like 70 pounds on Miles Bryant, maybe. Yeah, he, literally. He, he crumples. <laughs> he he crumples Duggar. like 
That was no, I think it was. I'm watching the replay right now. It was Miles when Bryant he went, when he went to catch the ball deep in the end zone. Yeah, was that and he Duggar? Didn't catch it. That was Duggar. It was well, Duggar. It was. He was it afraid was, Doug, Duggar was going to destroy him. Oh no 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 no! He was. That just was like, the second one. Yeah yeah, it was just like a hand fight with uh with Miles Bryant and the way bigger guy just flailed and and went on his back and then they immediately showed Taylor and she's like, what the hell? And yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the, her seats she can't see. And yeah, who, who knows you if know, she how does that make you feel being an avid Taylor Swift fan? Taylor oh, great because I can, I can immediately I'm like, yeah, she she doesn't know past interference. Plus, she probably can't see very well. Plus, she's invested, she's biased on what the mm-hmm. call should be, as am I. But I thought it was funny the way that he flailed. And then the, the, the announcers were like, mm, quite quite the embellishment there. I mean, um, they really shut him down. I you know what do that's you that's what like, I was five? trying to get to. Okay, there you go. I'll let you let you go well, on it. That's what I was trying to get to is, and this is not a, a Patriots thing. It's not like, ooh, we cracked Travis Kelsey, like was the case back when Patrick Chung was the Travis Kelsey murderer. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, this this is a trend for the basically the entire season. Is Travis Kelsey's not the same player right now. And maybe right. he's banged up. Maybe he's just at that stage in his career. Who knows? But he doesn't look with the, the same. He moves the, also. He's moving with, differently. He's moving differently, and and uh, I think he does have a, a tad less aggressiveness, like you were pointing out with the Duggar thing. I think it also showed up on the the Hail Mary a couple of weeks ago against Green Bay. But the the way this offense is constructed right now, they need him to be a superhuman. Yeah, and he's not that guy right now. They don't and have it, enough. They don't have enough offensively. They, they enough. just don't have enough. And I bet deep down Mahomes knows it. And that's why you're you're seeing some of these flare-ups. But they do you have are. enough because this is the, the exact same team they had last year. Other than Juju uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is the only difference. And he's yeah, been, replaced, and and he's the been level replaced of Travis by... Kelsey. That's true. That's, that's what that's I'm saying. The, that's, the level of That's the thing. As much... They replaced Juju with Rasheed Rice. Other than that, everything's exactly the same. Maybe Orlando Brown. With Jawan Taylor, you flip flopped, right? Um, yeah, but I mean, that, Juju, Juju did have almost like what, like nine hundred sixty yards for them last year. So it's yeah, you know, no, he had a good year for him. He was good. He had a good year. Obviously, we see how he's been, and he was hurt. He was he was an odd, he had an ankle injury or something, which yeah, I was surprised I was, to see. Yeah, I didn't expect but, him to be. Yeah, out. I just don't I think mean, we should act like it's an entirely different team. It's it's no, it's, it's a better defense too, for sure. Yes. It's, a it's definitely better. a way better defense. So, yeah. but I, I think you're seeing, I mean, it, you know, those passes that Mahomes is throwing, like he's throwing dimes and these guys are dropping it and stuff like that. I mean, it's not like his play. I mean, he's incredible in the pocket, his pocket awareness and presence. I mean, you, it's really difficult to get a sack on him because he moves so fluidly throughout the pocket. Um, you know, I, I just, it doesn't feel like they have enough horses this year. Um, yeah. It is. So and I, I hope they don't, but I mean, yeah. you know, the Patriots are competitive, man. I, I know we got beaten, but it, it was until the fourth quarter, it was a good, fairly close game. I felt yeah. like, you know, the first half, it's like, we could win this game. I would That's say the... more like midway to early through the third quarter. It was a good game. Okay. Once they got up 14, nothing. And then 17 or, or once I got up 14 and then 17, I feel like once I got up 17, the game was over. It was it was a tough comeback, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. we didn't really care to make it interesting. You know? No, I no. did come away with a similar feeling, James. And I maybe it's just the the leftovers from the Steelers game also, but it's it's like maybe we're not that that bad. 
And I was like, maybe the core of this team isn't like totally rotten. They certainly need four to six high impact playmakers at the most yeah. expensive positions. So that's it's very difficult to, to gather that type of talent. But I was like, we're actually kind of good. I mean, and not, not good. Good's the wrong word, but we're, we're competitive. not competitive. We're competitive. Exactly. We're competitive. I mean, you, you also look at the game too. Trent Brown wasn't playing. I don't know if he started and came out. I guess I couldn't get a read on that. I wasn't playing too close attention to it until I kept seeing McDermott in there. And I was like, what's going on here? And then McDermott got bounced and Lowe was in. And then Lowe was in and it was a complete train wreck. Um, you know, once Cole Strange, uh, gets, Cole Strange gets hurt, you get you put in, um, what's his name? The, Moffey's, the he's, Moffey. He's, he's okay, no, he's but you could no. tell the difference. It's Chris Jones. He's got no chance against. He's got Chris no Jones. chance, and and you could tell the difference. I felt like Strange was actually having a pretty solid game, and I could see that he was having a solid game. And then he got hurt, and the whole offensive line fell apart. And you know, it was one of those things that felt like we're okay. The offensive line can't do anything. We're just going to chop this one up. We're, we don't want to get anyone hurt. We we're just going to move on from this one. That's like what it felt like because he yeah. got you know Zappy was doing his best to get out of those rushes and he was fighting you know to get out of there which i give him a lot of credit for uh but yeah the offensive line just turned into a usual it's usual train wreck yeah as soon as strange went out and to, to kind of just drill deeper on on that point of our team not being horrible uh i think i saw a stat that said outside of left the chief's left tackle donovan smith he was only 30. I had in my head he's like 38, but uh, yeah, he's not that old. I know the, it's weird. The other four offensive linemen have all played over 98 and a half percent of the snaps this season. Whereas our offensive line, I David Andrews has played, I think, a hundred percent of the snaps. And, out, and outside of that, nobody. I don't know. I think on when who's probably played like 80, 80 plus percent, but we've everybody else has just been mixed around and moved around and everything. And then not to mention the season ending injuries for some of those key players, especially yep. on defense. Your offensive line coach leaving at the bye. Yeah, exactly. So that there's you know. been a, a lot of extenuating circumstances, but they clearly need those high level players. They need a receiver who can get open consistently. They need uh, a superior offensive line talent, clearly a quarterback. Yeah. Um, so th- those are the things I would argue some speed at running back would be nice too. Um, I was thinking that for this week for a third, yeah, a third down back, a, a, a true third down back. It's like we went into the season with Montgomery in mind, which I don't know how that translated a guy like, I mean, you could very easily find a guy like, um, like what the Ravens had before he got hurt with, with like a Keaton Mitchell, just to that was like, like a change of pace, like get, get me some speed in there, well, you know, a different look. Always, you know, we've always found those guys mid rounds, you know, third, fourth, fifth round guys. You know, those the, guys you know, are not hard to find. No, it, it was, I feel like it was supposed to be Pierre Strong. And at this point, it probably could have been because he's got speed. That dude's fast. I don't know what he's doing in Cleveland. He's producing for, for uh, Cleveland. Is he doing well? He's doing well for Cleveland. So it's like, you know, we got him for Wheatley. Wheatley hasn't seen the field. And you got rid of this guy who was a, what, a third or fourth, fourth round pick for you. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Wheatley the other day at practice. I, I, <laughs> I mom, did a very right? weird, um job this weekend where <laughs> i got to watch the entire patriots practice you know um and i was the only one in the stadium watching it, it was fucking cool so that was awesome and then i watched the chiefs get off the bus so i was in the media area watched all the chiefs get off the bus did not see patrick mahomes 
I turn around, I look in the field. Mahomes is already on the field somehow. Like Damn. I don't know if he, I don't know if he took a separate thing. The guys on the field before everyone. They got you a know? superstar tunnel. Yeah. Well, and it I shows. Saw, I saw you know, Kelsey. I, mean, I saw he, Chris Jones. I saw a bunch of these guys. You know. You know I I rag on them getting a lot of calls because they do, but I'm not. I you know he is incredible. He's a great. He's the best quarterback in the league. I don't even think it's close. I don't know who's a close second right now with all. He's not having the best on. year, but yeah, he's I, not. I but I mean, when you watch him play, it's not like I, I feel like his bad play isn't his fault. You know that interception was Tony's fault. The, the first interception, you know, wasn't a great read. I can't really remember it too well, but it wasn't like Tavai. it was poor. Was, was it Tavai? Tavai was the second one. Mapu was the first one. Yeah, which is so. just that you know that was a great interception by him. It was nice seeing him. I don't really like where they play Mapu. He's in that deep, sometimes in that deep safety position. And looks same, lost where he's same there. with Miles Bryant. I don't I really, like, really get that at all. And where I was, would like to see him you know, more they, as an off ball. Yeah, and they were playing that dude Austin at cornerback. Where is Sean Wade been? Is he hurt? I don't know. I don't I'll know find out. Going on with Sean Wade. I've been trying to find. Jackson was active. Yeah. for the game, so they didn't dress anyone else, and then they didn't play him. And turns out his agent comes out and says he's having mental health issues, which you know, mental health issues are very serious. You know, it could be an anxiety attack or a panic attack. Could be. Sounds like he had a freak out right before the game. That's no joke, man. I mean, that's that stuff. It's not fun. As someone that that's had some anxiety in the past, like panic attacks are not fun. Um, I think a lot of people have experienced that. I don't know exactly. I'm I'm spitballing. I don't know what's going on, but I wish him the best. You know. Yeah. Uh, given everything that's happened to him so far this season, that it's not really a surprise uh, that that news came out. Um. What was I going to say? Sean Wade still on the roster, not injured. Uh, could have been a healthy scratch. I thought that kid Austin actually played played pretty well. He played already. He had that holding penalty or PI was, early, was, which was yes. tough. So Jonathan really Jones tough. got banged up in this game. Ended up coming back and making some making some plays. But Sean Wade was playing well. That's what I don't I thought he was trending really upwards, like getting to the point where he was going to be a contributor. And then we haven't seen him the last few weeks. I don't know what happened, yes. but whatever. It is what long it is. long term. Do we have a a major hole at corner because I mean, you got, you got Gonzalez coming back next and year and Marcus Jones too. And Marcus Mark, Jones. Yeah. But we don't know what Marcus Jones is as a corner. Really? I thought he was a pretty good nickel. I thought he was all right. Yeah. Last year when he played, I mean, he's, he had a slow start this year, but then he got hurt pretty quick. So it's tough, but I mean, you got think, Christian Gonzalez. If Johnny Jones is still, you know, he's got two he, years left on his deal. You're really banking on Johnny Jones being, I think that like kind of low key, you might need more help at corner. Because... They're so good at, at developing those guys. Yeah, I'm not that if, worried there. If you're I talking just... about a third, a, th- a third or fourth cornerback for this upcoming year or the year after, I feel like they'll be able to fill those holes. JC Jackson wouldn't be on the roster if we were we were paying he's... him. You know, we're no. not paying him. Yeah, he's gone at the end of the year. Yeah, like maybe so... he comes back at a, at a very small number. Yeah, yeah. Tough game. Uh... Um... But Tough game. They they showed up at least. That's what we can up. say. The second yeah. straight week they showed up, and it's I think that's a testament to not putting Mac Jones on the field. That the the rest of the team feels like they could show up. Again, Hunter Henry played played good. He got banged up a couple times. Oof, he got yeah a couple yeah, difficult I, hits. I also want to say I had a I had a great time at the game this week. Like I was in the media, uh, I had a media pass. I got to meet Peter King, Phil Perry. Yeah. Uh, Why the hell was Peter King there? All the places he could go, he He's, came here. I, I don't know. He was, like in a, he was in sweatpants. 
Hell yeah. And like a sweatshirt. Like he didn't give like he was writing a book or something. I was like, yeah. okay. I was like, he's like, is it still raining out there? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's raining hard. <laughs> and this is way after the game. And he's like, oh, oh that sucks. And I go, yeah. And I go, you're Peter King, right? And he and he goes, yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's awesome to meet you. I've you know, I've read your books, <laughs> you know. That's so cool. I mean, this guy, one of the best sports writers of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. I was excited. I wonder if if there's got to be something about it's Belichick and Andy Reid, two of the winningest coaches of all time on the field together, even if it's a game that, that isn't that meaningful for this season in in terms of the history of the game. You you'll get some of that. Came through uh, the doors with Zolak, just like, what's going on, Zo? I said, What's up, awesome. one six? You know, he's just chilling. He's what's up, brother? Like, you know, <laughs> having a good morning. It was oh, awesome, sure. dude. He probably still had his voice at that time of day. Yeah. By the yeah, end boy, of the game, he's, he's, he's just a whispering. Big boy, man. Dude, he's huge. He's underratedly a giant. Yeah. Big old melon on top of it, too. Okay. Let's talk about some of the other games from week 15. It started off on Thursday night with a drubbing of the Chargers that finally got us the result we've been asking for for, I feel like, years. Yes, I think Staley. we've been asking for Brandon Staley. At least two or three years now. Yes, dude. It finally happened. Finally happened. My God. And they just I had to get I couldn't believe it. I'm watching the game, right? And, like, I'm watching on my iPad because I'm doing the fucking Skycam thing. And this notification pops up. Uh, Brandon Staley and the GM got fired. Yeah, you texted us immediately. That was and I was like, yeah. It's fucking happening. Finally. It's all happening. I can't believe it took that long, but the Raiders put up 63 on their defense. He's a defensive coach. This is the same Chargers defense we played two weeks ago. This is the same Chargers defense we played two weeks ago, and we put up score. a goose egg, and yeah. the Raiders dropped 63 on them. And the Raiders scored zero points last weekend against the Vikings. Yeah. And the Raiders had a bunch of expatriates scoring in this game. Brandon Bolden, Jack yeah. Jones with a Jack pick Jones six. Jack Jones with a pick six. Did Jacoby you see that was a nice pick six, too, where he, he, he just read that pass. like a book. Yeah, but it was in garbage time. It was like. Yeah. It was in garbage time. But a bunch of expatriates scoring, and I'm like 63, you know? Yeah. So finally, we get, we get the result that I, th- I think everybody in America, probably outside of the owner's suite in, Char- in Chargers land, knew was the right move mm-hmm. is, oh my god just the, the way that defense tanked over his whole tenure and then I, uh, just anyway i can't fathom the patriots having some of those players on defense and allowing yeah. like 21 points a game i know, you know? literally dude it's crazy yeah it's insane you to me go down the list they're loaded uh at least with top end talent I mean, so then I, on saturday we had Three games Saturday, Vikings blow one to the I Bengals. completely forgot there were any games Saturday. Just ran well, right over my head. Let me fill you in. The Vikings were up by 14 points uh, in the second half and just, just fell down to the Bengals, let them back in, lo- losing overtime. The Steelers uh, continue to go through the floor right now to the Colts by double digits. People are calling for Tomlin's head. That's crazy. I can't believe silly, silly. it. I made a list of in if the Patriots move on from Belichick in the offseason, potential head coaches and like ranked them. I oh. Tomlin is now in my top five. If Tomlin got fired, he would be my one A 
do whatever the fuck you want with Gerard Mayo. Yeah. I don't care. Like <laughs> for that team to be seven and seven with the talent they have, like it's just shocking. It's shocking to me. And, and, and they, dealing they, with the they personalities were just seven and five. Over there. They were just seven and five, and we couldn't figure out how the fuck they were seven and five. You and know? It's amazing like, that the Colts keep winning too. They're eight and six. I mean, it's like shh, that. That doesn't make any sense. Minshew, crazy. dude. I was we were. I was asking for them to bring in Minshew in the offseason to give Max some competition. If you had Minshew right now as a quarterback for this team, you'd probably be eight and six. We'd be. Yeah, we might be close to it. So, a couple things happened in this game. Um, what's his name? The quarterback there, Trubisky, got benched, and they brought in uh, Mason Rudolph towards the end of the game. And um, Najee Harris, complete dud, absolutely terrible. Yeah. 12 carries, 33 yards. He's atrocious. Atrocious. Um, He's got then, no speed, man. He's got no speed. What's another thing? Um, Minshew had a decent game. Kazee, this the uh, the corner slash safety there hit uh, Pittman, and now he's suspended for the rest of the season. That's right. Um, you know I don't like to see that. Yeah. Uh, definitely some movement in the the playoff picture from this game. The the Colts move ahead. Steelers down to seven and seven. Colts up to eight and six. Currently in the playoffs if it started today. Then the night game. Denver traveling to Detroit. Lions coming off a, a bad loss. Denver's just been kind it's of smacked in the grinding face. out some of these games. And yeah, Detroit just came out and dominated from the get-go. 180 yards on the ground. We're going to be revisiting that when we talk about the Pats Broncos next week, but mm -hmm. they just ran it all over them. Yep. And La uh, Laporta gets Bear, three, three touchdowns three for three Laporta. Touchdowns. I mean, and he's he might be the best rookie tight end ever. He's the best tight end in the league right now, fantasy-wise. And I traded him. Because I had him and Hawkinson. I traded him for um, hey, Nick McLaurin. Mm. But who had a good game this week? But I haven't even played him yet. Um, man, Laporta, what did they say? that they're, They want to be aggressive and creative. Something like that when, when, when uh, Campbell took over the job. Like dynamically aggressive or something mm. like that. And they're doing that. You know, and it's good to see them back on on track, because they're a fun team to watch. Yeah, you know? so they they still got a stranglehold on that NFC North. Vikings lose, Packers also lose. Um, we'll get to that on Sunday. Right now, why not? Tampa Bay goes into Green Bay. Tampa Bay has got Wins. the lead in the NFC South. Baker uh, puts up a fucking hell of Baker, a game. Baker, dude, Baker had a great game. Yeah. Did you hear Jair Alexander a couple weeks ago? It might've been like four weeks ago. He was like, we're going to run the table. And then they win two straight, two straight games. He's like, see, I told you we're going to run the table. And then they lose to the giants and bucks. Yep. Got, got <laughs> Anybody going. asking you about that? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Crazy. They got, uh, you know, Evans has been down for a couple of weeks. He scored a touchdown in this game. Mm -hmm. um, it's crazy how consistent he's been. I still pinch myself when I, realize he's like only 30 years old i feel like yeah. he's been in the league for like 10 15 years and he should be like 35 but he's only 30 mm -hmm. um godwin they finally got going 10 catches 155 and mayfield man 22 for 28 381 yards and four touchdowns oh as good as it gets tampa's he's gonna I be a free took, agent and they took the lead i know of the uh, nfc south right they did yeah falcons lose um, 
Saints are still in the picture as well. Saints are, yeah, behind Tampa Bay, though. Um, next game up, the Browns and the Bears. Uh, Bears had the lead in this one for a bit, and then Browns come back at that winning field goal as time Good expires. Old Joe. Yeah, uh, smoking Joe Flacco. Throws a couple interceptions in this game. Still goes for 370-plus yards through the air. The, yeah, uh, the the Bears are giving people trouble these days. I mean, the Browns are a playoff team right now. Mm-hmm. Bears continue to give people a hard time. The Bears have come a long way in the last few weeks. I, this game was 17-7, to 7, and I, I kind of tuned out. So I had to go back and figure out what happened because the, the, the Browns ended up winning the game. Um, yeah, the, the Browns defense, I guess, just locked them down in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so, I saw this good clip compilation of miles garrett getting held in the game and no flags getting thrown he's he's on such another level that you have to hold him there's like and then the refs are are officiating him like he's shack like well that's a hold for you but it's not right it's dude it's so inconsistent it's starting to kill me but you know if we were winning i wouldn't care as much probably (laughs) all comes back to that houston going into tennessee ekes it out ekes it out in overtime it was the end of that game was like who wants to lose it more is what it felt like, especially in overtime. Each team got two possessions in overtime and they were like the Titans were running the clock out. They were like running it way down to try to give. And it was probably smart clock management, but it was like, well, let's play for the tie at this point. Yeah. Also, Keenum, of, I'm sorry. just just of, of note in the game, uh, Tennessee Titans, formerly the Houston Oilers, wore their throwback jerseys to play the current Houston football team ah, ah and it backfired insulting, on. insulting. <laughs> yeah very that's, subtle that's very like kind of disrespectful I, isn't I it think. i think it yeah. is Seems like see, it. i don't i didn't watch that game like in detail all i see here is case keenum with 36 attempts davis mills has zero but he has a sack so i'm wondering if davis mills started the game no no crushed. no he came in for a hail mary at the end of regulation okay yeah. Right. So Case Keenum actually, man, you could do a lot worse than Case Keenum as like a second and third string. He just yeah. comes in, he knows how to play football. Like it's like, not bad, right? When, and, when wow. the Viking when the Vikings traded for Josh Dobbs, I think they should have traded for Case Keenum. Yeah. And just just revive twenty seventeen. Wasn't he there before? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right? He won like thirteen games with them That's in right. twenty seventeen. Some nineties style, nineties years uh rushing attempts here for Devin Singletary, 26 carries. He's He crushes it. He's 100%. really good. I was watching yeah. the game being like, if I was a Bills fan, I'd be livid. Like, yes, where, yeah. where was Except this their guy? running back's killing it. Too, Whatever too, happened to so. Damian Pierce? Only one carry. I don't He's know. Just but not doing it, man. Derrick Henry wasn't very good in this game either. Um, oh, huh? 16 attempts for nine yards. Yeah. Yikes. Let's move on to the, the two big games of the weekend. Dallas. Going to going to Buffalo, uh, and the Bills just smacked the boys. Dude, uh, Dallas didn't didn't show up at all, uh, especially their run defense. You mentioned James Cook before, 180 yards on the ground for him alone. He was yeah. it Not was on, eight, on... eight yards a clip. It felt like yeah. every single time. Josh Allen is really having a pretty good year, other than the picks. Like he's yeah. If you look at fantasy points, I think he's number one by far. A lot of good guys, even Mahomes. Mahomes has like 12 or 13 picks now. Like it's it's career highs for a lot of these top guys. 
But I mean, I think me and Ryan, I don't know, Granny, did you pick the Cowboys? I feel like you picked the Cowboys. No, I, I picked, picked the Bills. I picked the Bills. We all picked they, the Bills. Because they wanted it more. Yeah, and I mean, it's just goes the Cowboys outside of that one game in, uh, against Philly, what a, was that, last week or the week before? They really just can't compete with the top-tier talent of, uh, you know, the top echelon of teams in the NFL. Every time they play someone who's got a winning record, they get killed. It's not a close game outside of the one Philly game. I don't yeah. know what it is. The thing about Buffalo in this game, James Cook carried them. Carried them in this game. He oh, yeah. Absolutely dominant. Dominant, dominant dude. Um, I had him on my fantasy team. He had me like 40 points. I won this week. So, um, 25 carries, 179 yards rushing, and a touchdown. And then he had two catches for 42 yards and a touchdown. So that's like two straight weeks where he's just been legitimately RB1, awesome. Probably the best so, running back in the league the last two weeks. He's yeah. top He's top three in rushing yards. And, and it's crazy because Josh Allen, <clears throat> seven for 15 with 94 yards and a touchdown. Didn't matter. Didn't need it. He basically didn't even have to have to show up in this game, right. you know. Yeah, you got to give it to that that Bills coaching staff to recognize the weakness of the defense and then not not let up, not be like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to get my superstar quarterback involved. Like this is working. huge. I, I, you know, I've been saying this all season. This is huge for the Bills to find a running back that can play like this. Well, they had Singletary, and he's they couldn't he get him going. It might be scheme more than talent. I think yeah. James James Cook just fits the mold. Yeah, maybe. Got good speed. It's their system. Uh, Sunday night football, the Ravens going to play the Jaguars in a game that I felt like was up for grabs in the first half. Nobody was really taking it. Jaguars, you. Jaguars were just pissing away opportunities over and over again. The end of the they first just, half is like yeah. the, the most glaring example when they get down inside the five-yard line, decide not to spike it with 15 seconds, but run a play. They throw it in bounds. And then they just run out of time. It's just like so bone, bonehead city. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was, the game was filled with shit like that. And then in the second half, Lamar took over. Lamar was playing on another level. Yeah. Yeah. I watched this game. To me, it seemed like the Jaguars got inside the, the 40 yard line of the Ravens, I think four times. A few times. Yeah. And they missed like two or three field goals. And then they went for it on the fourth down and missed it. And, you know, all those things combined, fuck them. You know, like they couldn't yeah. come back from that. And I mean, that's a lot of points. That's nine, maybe you could say 16 points right there that they just squandered. And that's just un- unlike McManus, too. Brandon McManus is a really good kicker. So he just had a bad game. Yeah. Uh, drops Jacksonville down, Baltimore still in control of their destiny as the number one seed game advantage on the Dolphins. Didn't mention it, but the Dolphins crushed the Jets. Yeah, um, I should mention the Ravens lost Keaton Mitchell in this game. Um, that was a heartbreaker. I felt AC- so bad. ACL, I think. That's a tough one. That's a. It's not great. It's yeah, not great. they already lost Mark Andrews. Keaton Mitchell is really, really coming on. He gives them a whole different... You see Justice Hill out there trying to do the same thing. It's not the same, it's not the same level thing. of seed, level yeah. of speed there. But okay, Isaiah Likely stepping in for uh, Mark Andrews. Pretty well. Really pretty. Well. He's pretty playing nice. pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, draft watch. The Panthers get their second victory of the season. They beat the Atlanta Falcons. 
they're up to two wins, only one game uh, worse than the Patriots so far. That was enormous on a, a game-winning field goal at the end. The thing about the Panthers is they don't have their first pick, so they don't have the same incentive that a bunch of other right. teams do. Yeah, there's no they want to win. They want to win. There's, in... there's no reason not to try to win. So okay. they're they're not trying to miss that field goal as, as time expires or, or try to slow play anything in the fourth quarter. They do their schedule coming up is it's so so. I think they got the Packers, the Bucks, and the Saints, maybe something like that. Um, so they, they could definitely sneak another win in here. Mm-hmm. Some of the, the other games, the Rams beat the Commanders. Commanders ended up benching Sam Howell for Jacoby Brissett. Commanders mm-hmm. only have four wins and they have a worse strength of schedule than the Pats. So if the Pats win another game, the Commanders don't, they're going to leapfrog us. I don't like uh, that. I don't like that they, they would bench Sam Howell. And I know how volatile Sam Howell is. Yeah, but you got to give him a chance, right? That's how he plays. That's how he plays. He plays reckless. He's like a Brett Favre kind of guy. Like, he's Gunslinger. very volatile. He might throw 400 yards or he might throw five picks. You know, he might take mm-hmm. five sacks or he might, you know, uh, he's just one of those players. For them to bench him, I think is is something that's bad for his confidence, for Sam Howell's confidence, but also bad for other teams that want a quarterback, you know, like us. Yeah. Help us yeah. out. Don't think about yourselves. Yeah. I'm only thinking about us and <laughs> in, in all of these scenarios. Extremely so. biased opinion over there. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then the Cardinals drop one to the Niners as expected. Yeah. Also sitting there with three wins. Okay. So next week we got Christmas weekend. We got another long a stretch of games. I got Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Again, Crazy highlighted of course by the best game of the weekend sunday night football christmas eve new england patriots, patriots going to broncos. going to denver <laughs> playing the broncos i mean um, it's not as ugly as it looked like six weeks ago but it's still not a good game and still not a great game they decided not to flex it though uh probably don't want to disrupt people's christmas eve plans right so um, it says it's on nfl network sure is yeah what yeah collinsworth doesn't want to work christmas eve can you blame him that's a so note. where are you going to, if you don't have NFL network, what do you do? Get NFL plus do a stream. Good God. That kind of sucks, huh? You'll make it work. Uh, Denver has been, I think I said the word gritty before. It just kind of feels like they're eking out some of these games. They're actually pretty good in close games when it loses, yeah. when they lose, it feels like they, they lose big. Uh, we're not, the Patriots are not a team that's going to beat anybody big at this stage. So I would expect it to be a close game. I'm going to give the edge to Denver based on uh, what they're able to do in the fourth quarter. The, the weakness, as we pointed out, when the, the Broncos played the Lions last week, Lions had 180 yards on the ground, most of it by Jameer Gibbs, which is, again, why it would be great to have that speed in the backfield. Because right. we don't to, have a player anything like him. We don't have that. Uh, we, we could still do a fair amount of damage on the ground, I would expect. Most of the the basically the good players on Denver's defense are on the back end, Justin Simmons and Pat Sertan. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they are below average, significantly below average. I think they're like 30th in the league in yards allowed. They're 32nd in rushing yards allowed and yards per carry given up. Uh, So they're, they're pretty weak when it comes to their defensive front, given up the third most points in the NFL this season. 
So there is an opportunity to try to score 20 points. I don't know if we'll actually get there. We scored 17 against the Chiefs and, and probably could have had more if we had a kicker that was NFL caliber. Yeah. Um, I think that the Pats definitely could win this game. But yeah. given that it's in Denver uh, at the altitude, that gives them a little bit of an edge right there. And the field goal kickers, they got Will Lutz. We got Chad Ryland. I got to give the edge to the Broncos in this game. I'm going 19-13 them. All right. Yeah, I mean, Denver usually has our number, just generally speaking, over the years. I mean, regardless of their talent, they've always given us fits. And I don't know, man, seeing, you know, uh, I have no faith in the Patriots that they want to win, that Bill wants to win. I feel like he is going – he knows what he has, and he's going for the pick right now. I don't know if him and Kraft have had a conversation – I'm not sold on the, still not sold on the fact that Bill is out and that these games, how the season ends really reflects that decision greatly at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's tough to pick Denver knowing their history, even though they've been playing well outside of last week. Um, I guess I'll go, I'll go Denver seven, uh, 2017. Yeah. I'm not, tight, afraid. Tight, tight. I'm not afraid of Denver whatsoever. No. Um, now, I know they've been playing a lot better since the start of the season. Their defense does not trouble me. I think it's a team you can easily run on if you wanted to. I think that from what I've seen of the way the Patriots are coaching the last few weeks in positions where they could actually win the game, they're taking their foot off the gas when they really shouldn't be. And it looks to me like we're playing for a pick at this point, which I didn't think was possible with Bill Belichick. I think Last week was the most obvious. Yeah. Form I mean, of... it, last week even makes me think more about the Pittsburgh game because Pittsburgh, it's like, what happened to our offense in the second half? Now, maybe, were... it was, maybe it was that we just couldn't do anything. But part of me says we called an extremely conservative game because Bill's like, call an extremely conservative game. We do not want to score if we don't have to. If, they, if Pittsburgh comes back, you know, then we'll make it look like, you know, I don't know how that conversation goes, but it's kind of makes me think that's how the conversation went because we, it feels like it's just like, right. Like make it look competitive. Right. Because I mean, we're coming out of these in these, at least these last two games with kind of a decent amount of firepower. It doesn't look too difficult to move the ball really all the first half. Mm -hmm. And then the second half happens and it's like, we don't call the same plays and we do go extremely conservative, conservative. We don't go downfield. Obviously the offensive line, plays into that but i don't know man it's it seems like their bill isn't you know he's not taking the chances he normally would right even even on like winning teams winning teams he would go for this shit all the time all the time fourth and three he would he would go for it and you know i know maybe you're more likely to punt when you you don't have faith in your offense but when you're two and but that's 11, the thing. I mean, three, the three and eleven, is... you have nothing to fucking lose. Like you just, right. you should just be doing this shit, you know. And for you to not do it, to me, is a clear indicator of like, all right, well, you know, it's just not there for us, and and we're gonna. Well, the offense looks good at times. Like it's like, wow, they can really move the ball, and then they just like choose not to do that anymore. I don't know. It's right. weird. Yeah. What do you What do you have for a score, JJ? I had twenty seventeen Denver. 2017 i'm gonna go 20 to 10 denver there you go i don't know if you guys have have noticed i've been thinking about this is uh 
didn't realize when you're at the at the back of the pack when you're like looking at the top of the draft that you just get like mad at your team you're like i always thought as a patriots fan you'd look at these teams that are drafting in the top five or the top ten and be like oh wow wouldn't it be great like those fan bases must be psyched that they have the eighth pick or the fourth Mm -hmm. pick or something right but now when we're in this position you're just like no i want the first pick yeah (laughs) i want the first and like if i wind up with the fourth pick i'm gonna be pissed right it's weird it's definitely a weird rooting guide it's It's so weird it's unusual i don't really even know how to you know reconcile it i feel like i'm doing something wrong here by by wanting one of these top three picks you know and then you know there's a lot of talk right now about guys going back to the ncaa for their senior season marvin harrison jr um you never know with Caleb Williams. He's got a lot of stuff in the media that says he won't play for certain teams. Um, you know, I've done yes. a lot of comparisons, a lot of scouting on Jaden Daniels and Drake May, comparing them. And I'm really just looking at the draft right now because that's our only way out of this fucking hole, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you get a franchise quarterback in here. Maybe you get a stud wide receiver, a stud offensive lineman, something that we can build on. And say yeah. this is our blue chip. We're going forward with this. Right. Um, to me, yeah. you know, I'm not going to reveal like what I what I want to do yet. I think that'd be better for a different podcast. But mm-hmm. um, oh, we'll uh, we'll we'll go deep on that stuff. We'll go, I, yeah, we'll have deep dives this off season. We've never guys. had this on the Patriots podcast show. Yeah, we're eleven years into it or ten years into it. We've never had. Top ten pick, yeah, at all. You know what? It could be more than it could be a lot more than that in the first round too, because Sean Payton went for, I think he was packaged with a third round pick for a first and second. It was a first and second, right? Okay. And if we were to let go of Bill Belichick, you know, probably the greatest coach of all time, we should be getting at least a first round pick, right? Like, that would. That would be my guess. I just don't know how high that first round pick would be. Would it be the 2025 first round pick? Whatever it would be. I think it'd be this year to a shitty team. So you'd get a pretty good pick. I don't think a, if a team's got a top 12 pick, they're not going to trade this year. Okay. First. Yeah. I, I'd probably say that. Agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the Chargers and they give you the, the following year's pick and it ends up being late. I don't know. You know, I don't really know what that entails. Um, for Bill Belichick to be kind of like, throwing in a towel, which is how I'm viewing this last game. It makes me think he's coming back. Like, right. doesn't it? I think so. Yeah. Because it feels he like wouldn't he do that for someone else. Right. right. You know, it feels like he is, but we'll, we'll get into that soon enough. I mean, I'm looking at this slate of games of this week. Yeah. I don't know. Not a lot of winners. Not, not a lot. lot of, not a lot of great games. Not a lot of great games and some weird broadcasting. Peacock, 8 o'clock on Saturday, the Bills-Chargers game. It's like, what the hell is that? You're so worried about what channel they're on. NFL Network? I mean, you know, it's kind of a thing. It's like, what what if you don't have Peacock? That's it. You just can't watch the game. You're screwed. That's exactly it. Who doesn't have Peacock? I don't have Peacock. I can't. There you go. I'm saving $6 a month. I have Peacock because I need to watch uh, Premier League. We Uh, do have Peacock, but it's like... You know, Peacock, you have to have Peacock. You have to have an NFL network. You have to have Amazon Prime. It's like, what happened to just putting the damn game on TV? 
It used to not be on These TV. Are over it, my it used to be you can't watch it unless you've got a dish on top of your to, house. You used to pay for cable. Now you got Hulu and Prime and yeah. so annoying. Peacock and what do you mean a dish? What do you you just Sunday, su- Sunday ticket? Sunday ticket uh, is was the only way to otherwise it was whatever they showed locally. Right. Okay. Well, I'll That's, take that. You can still you have that. Put the no, antenna you, on your TV. You can't watch NFL Network on the antenna. Sunday no. night football will not be broadcasted on TV this week. <laughs> How <laughs> that unreliable. Is a, a mind-blowing concept to me. Okay. okay. How unreliable was the direct TV dish? It oh, would be like horrendous. raining out, and you'd be like... That was it. A little like bit of wind. Fuzzies on your fucking screen. You'd be like, what am I paying so much money for here? Yeah. yeah. Now you've got all the streaming platforms. I think it's YouTube has uh, the NFL now, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I had yeah. the the streaming Sunday ticket last year, the last couple of years when DirecTV still had it, and it cut out in week two, and it was during it was like the whole that for you. it was the whole fourth quarter of the Patriots game in week two, and I and they they sent me a refund for like the prorated amount, so it's like you paid this much for the three dollars, yeah, and <laughs> and and you lost like whatever it was 45 minutes of coverage and, and is... i was like yeah but it was the fourth quarter of my game <laughs> yes, of that's, worth more. that's worth all my money back that's so funny yeah, exactly that's, that's so such funny. bullshit for, yeah. for me like too like i don't know if you guys watch like bruins or or uh red Sox. you have to have nesson you have to have yeah, nesson yeah, Nesson for that and that's i it. have i have hulu i have, like, don't have nesson they don't have Nesson. So have you have Nesson. to get Nesson separately. You know how much Nesson Which is, is it's like, isn't it like 20 or 30 bucks a month? It's $30 a month. Yeah. yeah. Nesson. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Makes I'm no not sense. paying $30 a month. John Henry's fucking... just cleaning up on that. And there's, what are you going to watch? Who's Bassmasters or whatever? Like, what the hell else is on who's, that who's, channel? Who's paying $30 a month? Dude, Netflix is like $15 a month. Bassmasters. That's what are you what are you watching is, on that? It's all Bruins, Red Sox, and Charlie and then, Moore. That's and, it. Yeah, fishing. Charlie it's Moore, like, dude. It's like what? I'm fucking watching Charlie Moore, dude. Although <laughs> if I pay thirty bucks, bucks I'll end up watching Charlie Moore. Yeah, I'm not letting it go to waste. It's the most expensive thing ever. The yeah, mad so, fisherman out there. Uh I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at these games, guys. Well, I don't let, know let, what... let me lead you through it. Let me lead okay. you through it, would you? He's got like fucking Andrew Raycroft on his boat. <laughs> uh, to the Razor. Draft watch this week. Let's start from the bottom and move our way up. Uh, commanders at the Jets. So, so I was checking out the commander schedule. I think they have, it's like the Niners and the Cowboys, their next two games. Oh, that's good. They need to lose to the Jets. We need the Jets to win this game. Because it basically, if the commanders lose this game, Pats are guaranteed a top three pick. You mean basically if the commanders win, if the commanders win this game, thank so you. you want the commanders to win. I want them to win. Yes. Lose right. jets, lose jets. Lose. Right. Thank okay. you. I'm just, yeah, I'm all mixed up after it's last weird. week. It shouldn't be that difficult. They looked horrible. So the, the jets did. Yeah. So we need that. And then the, the Packers are going to Carolina and play the Panthers could be another monsoon game. Who knows? Packers, Packers are, are, should win. Packers should win, but they're, they're playing pretty badly right now. Let's go. Panthers. And then, yeah, and then the Cardinals are at the Bears. Bears have been pretty good. Cardinals not so great on the road. Uh, but with two those two quarterbacks, I feel like it's a coin toss. You just yeah. never know who's going to show know. up well. Mm-hmm. I, want, I want the Cardinals agree. to win that game. That would be I'm huge. Gonna, that would be massive. And honestly, I, I was watching the Cardinals a little bit. It looked like Kyler Murray got banged up pretty badly in that game. 
Um, I don't know if he's going to be playing or not. Uh, it's a big problem. We need him to play. Mm-hmm. Okay, a couple divisional games. Bengals at the Steelers. Steelers really, really, really need a win if they want to salvage this season. The I can't Bengals... believe the Bengals are 8-6. and six. How'd that happen? Yeah, they've, they're on a streak right now. They've... What's his name's killing it? Browning. 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 I'll see him saying uh, to the... That's for cutting me. The camera. Or whatever. Never should have cut me. He yeah. said that to the Vikings. Yeah. About the Vikings. Uh, He's like, bro, you bro, dweeb. You played for them for like 40 days. Yeah. You know? <laughs> A lot of resentment there. We're in the practice squad yeah. for 40 days. Relax, dude. He's he's going to be a free agent in the offseason. He's going to get a nice contract to be a backup somewhere. Um, I, I'm leaning towards the Bengals just because the Steelers, if if they got to start Mason Rudolph, I don't, I don't think that they're going to have a go. chance. Yeah. Those guys, dude, they need to get Pickett back now. And it's imagine us saying this. We were shitting on Pickett for two months, but then you see the alternative and you're like, oh, yeah. at, least, at least Pickett was serviceable. Better. Right. Hey, I don't mind Lions. the Steelers. Steelers, uh, you know, shrivel and die here. <laughs> yeah, let's get Tomlin out of the building, and it's ours. Uh, Lions at the Vikings. Uh, Lions riding high. Vikings. Do you know they've only played one score games this year? Again, Vikings. The Vikings. Did they do Every, that last year? Well, last Lions? last year they were but thirteen they and zero. They were thirteen and zero last year, and this year they're seven and seven, and they've all been one score games. They only play one score games. So That's it. Crazy. So it's. I looked at their PFF numbers for for blocking. They're one of the best offensive lines in the league. Yeah, they have a good offensive line. They, they put a ton of resources into it. Uh, they, they still don't got Kirk Cousins hurt though. So no matter but they were. the Lions running game. They're, the the Lions run blocking is the best in the league by far, and Penny oh, yeah. Sewell is like unbelievable in in run blocking right now. So, and I they have the two headed monster with with uh, Montgomery and Gibbs. Yeah, yep. I like the Lions. Gotta lean towards the Lions. Indoor game. Uh, Raiders at the Chiefs. Raiders just scored sixty three. Have an extended uh, rest coming off that Thursday night game, and. Um, yeah, Chiefs are gonna Chiefs are gonna win. Yeah, but Chiefs are gonna it's, win. it's always fun to bring that up. And then a couple playoff games. We got four playoff games essentially to go over. Browns at Texans, two teams vying for those wild cards in the AFC. Um, Texans are probably gonna have CJ Stroud back. Mm, most likely, yeah. Yeah, uh, that'll be a good one. I think I'm I'm leaning towards the Browns in that one. I mean, if Stroud's playing, I'll, I'll take this. I'll take the Texans. I just like them. Yeah, if Stroud's playing. I want playing, to see them I'll get into the playoffs. As well. uh, if not, if not, I'll go Browns. Fair enough. Next one up, Jaguars and Bucks. Two divisional winners in the South Divisions in each it's conference. Like, it's a weird playoff game. <laughs> it's a weird one. It's the Battle of Florida. I'm going to go with Bucks, man. I feel like Nate Baker, Baker's on a roll. I like him. I like his style. And the Jags looked really tough against in the bad way against Baltimore. So, you know, they kind of do this every year. They kind of run out of steam. So I don't think the Jags need it more. I'm going to go with the Jags. Nice. I'm going bucks too. Um, and then the, the two best games, save the best for last yeah. Cowboys at dolphins, the Cowboys, two on the teams road. that can't show up against good teams. Cowboys are, are bad on the road. They're bad against good teams. One of them dolphins. has to now. Yeah, some, yeah, somebody's right. got to show something. Uh, I'm I'm gonna 
follow with the the home field advantage thing. Tyree Kill yeah. sat out last week. Um, if he plays, I think it's it. Expect him back. Both teams have really good pass rushes. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the Dolphins, but definitely wouldn't be surprised if it went the other way. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Dolphins. I think if Tyreek's playing, I'm, he's the best player in the league, and Miami's too explosive. Dallas just can't seem to show up. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I'll echo those thoughts. If, if Tyreek Hill is playing, that's a big if, but yeah, that's where I would go. I would go with the Dolphins. If, if he's playing, if not, I, I would definitely give it to Dallas. He's that big of a difference. Yeah, no doubt. That's and true. then Monday night football, Christmas night. Yeah, uh, best gonna, games of the year. We're Christmas all going to be Eve. They call it. I think no, they no, call no. it Christmas Eve. No, no, Christmas night. Christmas it's night. The twenty fifth. This is twenty fifth. Oh, yeah, exactly. Everyone's going to be falling asleep after the early mornings. Literally. Uh, but you got to stay awake for this one. Baltimore Ravens at the San Francisco 49ers. Fantastic game. Rematch uh, of 2012 Super Bowl? 2012? 2012. No, we were in 2012. 2011. 2011. Well, the 2012 season, so the Super Bowl was played in 2013. Right, right. Okay. Yes, yes. This is, um, yeah, it was the Harbaugh Bowl back then. John Harbaugh still prowling the sidelines for Baltimore. Based on the way the Niners have looked over the last month, they look unbeatable. So yeah. I, you, you basically can't pick against them right now. Uh, for, at home too yeah for for baltimore how do they win this game i, I don't even you kind of you have to have the ball for 35 minutes at least it has to be but lamar's best game of the year lamar lamar has to play a great be. game i, yeah. I gotta That's go san, san, san francisco in this game to me is an easy pick right now i'm you know i say that reluctantly easy pick san francisco yeah, I'm thinking San Fran. I mean, at home. If it was in Baltimore, maybe I would switch my mind, but they they just got too much firepower, man. Yeah. Baltimore's defense isn't known to shut that down. Debo looks fucking awesome, dude. He's he so always good. looks awesome. Every every week I go back and forth. Who's the toughest guy to tackle in the NFL? Is it Josh Jack Josh Josh Allen? Wow. Or Debo Samuel. I think the 49ers I, I, got three of the top like 10 guys that are difficult to tackle. Kittle. George, between, George Kittle's between hard Kittle, to get Kittle, McCaffrey, and, and Debo. Yeah. Like that's that's not fun to try to tackle those guys. Two 11 and three teams, tops in each of their respective conferences. It's a great fucking game, dude. Potential mm-hmm. Super Bowl preview. This is going to be kick ass. Yep. Uh, and James, it's on ABC, so you can yeah, get it. Thank God. <laughs> there you go. You put up your little antenna. You're all you're all set, buddy. Yep. You're all good. I mean, I do think I get NFL Network, but still. Oh, after you pay, he doesn't pay for shit. It. He's the cheapest motherfucker. No, I did. I I had to bite the bullet and do Hulu this year. <laughs> good for you. That's right. He stopped. He stopped using my login. I stopped using. I was like, you know what? I'm not not doing this. I'm not mooching anymore. <laughs> it's time for me to grow up. Reached my mooch limit. Uh, <laughs> good for I you. Love it. All right. Well, that'll do it for the week 16 show. Um, you guys have a great Christmas. It was well. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Let's hope. Here's what we're going to wish for is a, a Panthers, Commanders, and Cardinals trifecta of victories this week. Let's go. Let's I think go. the odds of that happening are That's a... impossible. Hey, Christmas miracle. That's what we're looking for. Happy Festivus go, yeah. to all you guys. Festivus for the well. rest of us. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Appreciate you guys sticking with us. We'll talk to you next week.
Adiós.